There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. We're hanging out with Julia here in Minneapolis, St. Paul. Lori's out in Hawaii enjoying, not the weather we're enjoying right now, I'm sure. How is it out there, Lori? Oh, it's 79 and mostly sunny. Oh. Oh. <laughs> the exact opposite of here. <laughs> We're having a pouring rainstorm only to freeze tonight and then have a little bit, bit of snow on top. Yeah, just, it's it's oh, pouring, Lori. It is. Oh, this, Crazy weather. Just, Crazy. To- total March. Can I tell you something, though, that I would like to uh, nominate your brother or push your brother into some kind of a sleep study because he seems to be <laughs> permanently in the cycle of like a six-year-old his body clock is so hardwired to Central Standard Time Zone. No okay. matter where we go, Julia. Really? Where? So what? Are, what are his hours? Well, you know, he, he Casey likes to be in bed like you know ten ish. Yeah. And like then what, he likes to just get like six hours of sleep. So eleven, twelve, one, two, three, four, four o'clock. Four yeah, o'clock. but there it's six o'clock. It's ten o'clock here, oh, right? Yeah. So he's he, going to bed at like six, right? No, he's not going to bed at six. Okay. Uh, I'm I'm pushing off dinner and doing other things to get his attention. Like tonight, he's got a lady exercise to film. But <laughs> honestly, after seven thirty, his eyelids are fluttering, Just droopy, droopy. <laughs> fluttering, uh-huh. and I'm like, Casey, you can't go to sleep yet. Sure enough, he does. Seven fifteen. Guess who's up at two a.m. <laughs> oh. And this happens everywhere we go. I'm like, I, and you know, your mom told me once that when he was little, she had to put a clock, a paper clock in his room and then a real clock and showed if it doesn't show seven, eight, you know, seven, the hands on seven, he can't leave his room. Oh my gosh. He was roaming around the house at four or five in the morning, even, even as a little one. Even as a little one. Now this is rubbing off on me. Guess who is up with the quail, the turkey, and all the myriad of birds this morning? 4 a.m. So, like, I was ready to do the show at 7 (laughs) a.m. I really am on drive time. You really? Lori. Double duty. Double duty. No kidding. It's so funny, though. But, I mean, if we go to Europe, wherever we go, it is is crazy that you know his clock his circadian clock is always firmly planted in central standard time i you know i i bet i can relate to that can I, you grant oh you can. when i whenever i travel that is like 
the biggest part of I don't like that. That's the hardest part for me. If I go out to California to see my friends, you know, we'll go out for drinks and it's 11 o'clock there, but then it's one o'clock for me. And I'm just like, oh my God, I can't do this. Like I, I, yeah. so I feel that I, and when I went to Hawaii about five years ago, it took me a good five days to even get close to being on their schedule. Yeah. Yeah. It's bad. So I, yeah. I mean, even uh, when we got here last week to you, we didn't get to our, place until like midnight which was you know i don't know four in the morning our time and we had left at noon casey was up in three hours oh gosh now that is that was that's a bit much i think i've got a hubby who has that sort of situation we haven't traveled as extensively we only went to mexico but he has those same hours because he gets up so early for his job yeah, yeah, do, and I think, but I think sometimes some people that is just their circadian yes. clock. So, yes. Anyway, Casey did not get chased by a turkey today, much to my disappointment. I said, "You're going too much in the dark. You need to wait right at what dawn." What does he when do? Does he get up and go on a walk, or? Oh, he goes on a five-mile oh, he's, walk. He's so. De- I'm honestly in our family, Grant, the oldest and the youngest, which is not me. Hmm are so regimented in their fitness routines. It's unbelievable. I need to update this. It is snowing like crazy in Excelsior. So it's coming our way. Yeah, West saw it West. It's just coming in, huh? uh, Yeah, so it's coming our way. So be careful, everybody, on the roads and turn your lights on. Oh, yeah. That's a biggie. We're having weather, Laura. Yeah, well, I'm going to be real swassy here. (laughs) There's absolutely no wind today. Oh, gosh. um, It's real, like the first not windy day here since we've been here. So my little jungle room where I'm broadcasting from, it's going to get real hot, and I'm going to be peeling off clothes very soon. Well, we'll we'll welcome it, because all all I can see of you in our video conferencing that we do is the side of your head with the ear set in a flower. Yeah. That's I all I see, because your camera's on the side, so I can see... Is that, is that where it is? Nothing. I yeah, can't. there. Oh, now there I can see. No. I haven't been able to see more, more than your I mean, ear oh. in three days, and I'm like, wow. Oh, God. This is great. a good-looking ear. Well, Grant mentioned it at the top of the hour. I mean, big news for the State Fair. Brandy Carlisle is coming, and I got so many text messages from friends. Should we go? Should we go? Should we go? Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Did anyone convince you? No. Because I sure didn't. Yeah, one person. No. Okay. No, everyone. I mean, it is a big darn deal, so that is happening. So, like Grant said, we have four acts already um, that are going to be there. Well, I'm the waiting. Chicks. I'm. We have Duran Duran, the chicks. Young, Young gravy. gravy. Yep. Brandy. Oh, Brandy. That's four. I think that's all we got so far. But then there's and also going that to, says the Happy Together tour featuring the Turtles, Little Anthony, and more. Oh, yeah, that that's the Monday, Monday night. night of the fair. The first, the first Monday, Monday night. It's always, always the oldies. <laughs> I know, mm-hmm. Jinx, the yes. oldies night. We so we so know what's happening. <laughs> we really know. It's our Julia. I you know if I ever leave this radio job, I would love well, to be a state fair ambassador. You would Me be too. an excellent one, but you. But they work. Their summers are gone. They work so hard. Oh, I mean, yeah. just, well, no, I only want to work during the duration of the fair, <laughs> yeah. just the hours that I choose. And, and just you from know, nothing. You know, one <laughs> o'clock to two o'clock p.m. Mm-hmm. This is yeah. a light afternoon shift. Yeah. You know. No, you don't stay at the fair past midnight. No, I'm saying one o'clock in the afternoon to two o'clock in oh, the yeah. afternoon. 
Yeah, a light, yes. easy shift. Well, March Madness started. Oh, yeah. Lori, I was hoping for sure that you and Grant and I were going to share a bracket and he was going to be our ringer. Yeah, we never did. Yeah. We missed it. I, I didn't know it was due today at 1130, which would have been 530. It's already been busted. The bracket's already busted. Yeah. There was a big upset. Did, uh, I think, yeah. uh, Virginia I, lost or yeah. something. Yeah. They were a big seed. I, you know, it's funny. Everybody's like, hey, did you do a bracket? And since I started working here, I am turning on page... I'm going to page six and not ESPN. That's My life is page Your six. Your life has changed. It is not ESPN. <laughs> so if I picked a bracket, people would be like, what the hell are you doing? What are, I didn't know Lindsay Lohan was playing Ben yes. Affleck for the Jammy Jam. <laughs> That's true, though. I've totally shifted my life in the last few years. It's... Uh, we like it, Grant. Yeah, yeah. We like it. But there was, you know, there was big news with... Um, Brett, not Brett Favre. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron yeah, Rodgers. Just the whole him announcing kind of yesterday with the cryptic messages saying they, 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 referencing the Green Bay Packers and what they did for me, and they were a great organization. So all hinting that that he will be leaving the organization. Most likely, they're saying to the Jets, and now he's got this apparent list of demands of people that he wants on the Jets, and it's oh. all the other players that are currently on the Green Bay Packers with them. So they're like. Wait a minute. You're saying that we never got you the weapons, but you want to take all the weapons you exactly. have here with you to New York. Exactly. He's looking really kind of like he has been the last oh, year. Oh, he's such a man, baby. Yeah, he is. I love it, Lori. <laughs> with a man bun accessory. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Accessory. He's very, um, he must be exhausting to be a teammate to, to coach. <laughs> yes. he, he just doesn't seem like he's that good of a team guy, but I guess maybe his statistics say otherwise. I, I think don't they care do, enough. Lori. I just judge him. On his personal behavior. Yeah, and it's exactly sus for sure. It is. All right, so we are going to take a quick break. Our story we can't get enough of. We all three of us agreed on this today, and it was so much fun to watch. Um, we'll be right back. This is Lori and Julie on my talk. Oh, we love going furniture shopping at Furniture Manor, and one of the ways that one of the things that we've learned from shopping there over all these years is that accent furniture is such an easy and inexpensive way to keep up on what's trending. They have so many cute rugs. You get a funky lamp, a metal and stone sculpture. It's a great way to update your home. And then also um, all the cool things they have, like the flip top tables that convert into a workstation, um, the tables and uh, reclining furniture that have the charging ports and outlets and Amazing pricing and the design help. You oh, cannot go wrong. You can't go wrong. Everyone has a design background, and that doesn't mean dollar signs. What it means is uh, designer signs because really they can help you find perfect things for your home. They also do a lot of custom furniture at Furniture Manor. They have excellent pricing, like Lori was talking about, and they love my tech listeners. Go check them out. It was like a pinch me moment for Jimmy Kimmel and his entire family that goes to Jimmy Kimmel or works at Jimmy Kimmel Studios uh, in California. But David Letterman was his guest for the very first time, and he has had a lifelong love of David Letterman. So much so, I think, Laurie, his fifth grade birthday cake his mom made him was a late night David Letterman yes. cake. Um, it. Go ahead. And Kimmel has interviewed Letterman when he brings his show to Brooklyn. Right. But Dave has never been in Kimmel's studio. So I love that that little skit he did where they switched out all the photos and they were all photos down this long hallway of Dave. And they really all frame <laughs> photos. They switched every single one out to be of David Letterman. It's 
the the level of detail Jimmy Kimmel goes through and his staff goes through every night to deliver is just oh. absolutely beyond. Um, I mean, the Aunt Chippy oh. loves her cigarette skit, which okay. I know Grant posted. That was absolutely hysterical. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> this is his cousin and him are best friends. And this right. is his Auntie Chippy. And they grew up in Las Vegas later after they moved from Brooklyn. And Aunt Chippy has a more foul mouth than Grant I could ever have, <laughs> even after cocktails. She's a she smokes nonstop, and they just always play these pranks on her. And this one was they were going to film a, a commercial for this gum that helps you quit smoking. And so it starts out with the director who says, and it says, you know, hired director in on the prank, and then this actress, hired actress, who's in on the prank, and then Aunt Chippy, and they say. So here's the deal. This is for a gum that's going to help you quit smoking, but you got to have quit smoking. She goes, well, how long should I have quit for? He goes, three years. She goes, okay, that'll work. So she starts the whole thing out. She knows it's not, she's not telling the truth, but she doesn't know that it's a fake commercial. And what they make her go through, she is so funny. They're just so clever. And it's posted on Lori and Julia if you want to get it. Lori, I almost, I mean, and just, she never really got it. That it was no, joke. I know it's it, it, good, good show. Well, let's get to Dave so we because yes. we do have two good audio yes. clips. Okay, so the first one is David Letterman basics tells Jimmy that he is a David Letterman Jr. This facility is the nicest. For example, the the, the dressing room. I have never been in a dressing room that nice. Uh, if you were on any of my productions, yeah. the dressing rooms were all. Uh, built as WPA projects yeah. after the Depression. But I could live back there. You're welcome to do that. I mean, it's... And by the way, you're totally right. The dressing rooms at the Ed Sullivan... I, I, mean, I mean, everybody I meet is a family member, so I would fit right in. <laughs> because, as you know, I've always thought of you as Dave Jr. <laughs> oh, boy, don't, don't just say that, because... <laughs> Oh, every hair on my body is standing up right now. Oh, I don't want to know that. Oh, so it and literally from the minute David Letterman walked out, Jimmy Kimmel had permagrin. Oh, he couldn't yeah. stop smiling. Anything Dave said, if he said the, he's laughing. Yeah. It was right. so sweet. So then the conversation goes to the Oscars, and he said, well, because David Letterman famously um, hosted the Oscars. Oh, Uma. Terrible. Uma. Uma. <laughs> what was it? Uma. Rough. Uma. Oprah, Oprah. Oh, it was painful. Yeah, it was painful. Bad. And he knows it was bad. And so he's talking about after he hosted it, you know, it was hard. It was hard. And, we, and then he says, was Meryl there? Like Meryl Streep? And he goes, no, Meryl wasn't there. I don't think she was nominated for anything. And he says, well, basically, she doesn't even have to go. They just drive by her house and throw an Oscar on her lawn. She's won so many. <laughs> so that was so funny. And then he asked the big kahuna question, which was so perfect. And here we go. Now, here's something that may be a little sensitive. Okay. Tom Cruise. Yeah. Where was Tom Cruise? We don't know where. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
Tom Cruise was. We heard uh, production issues, which usually What does means, that mean? That's nonsense. Exactly. That's, that's not, nonsense. Not, it's very nonspecific, but we have no idea what happened. But Tom Cruise should have been there well, yeah. celebrating his uh, big uh, uh, Jetpack Maverick show. <laughs> Jetpack Maverick, yeah. It seems like he should have been there, but he was not there. And like, well, like you were saying before, maybe he didn't feel like he was going to win, so he didn't want to come. Yes, but it's uh, between you and me, he should have been there, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Would, we, he's, the big, he's the prince of Hollywood. But more to the power of your success if uh, Mr. Big Shot is not there and still the show has <laughs> never been more successful. Nice going, Jimmy. <laughs> Thank you. I, I love that. Miss I love big that. Shot. And that's a perfect way for Jimmy Kimmel to express his disappointment. Yeah. Without saying, yes. screw you, Tom Cruise, having David mm -hmm. Letterman bring it up. I love that. You might want to ask me about Tom Cruise. <laughs> yes. You know, because mm -hmm. it kind of doesn't make him look like a dink. Yeah. And it, it, the relationship's going to be okay for them in the future. But Tom, really, his movie was, nom his movie was nominated for five Academy Awards, and he doesn't. But how about the shade of Dave calling it Jetpack Maverick? <laughs> and then calling him um, Mr. Big Shot, but he's absolutely right. I'm glad Dave didn't beat around the bush, and he yeah. did have phenomenal ratings, $22 million, you know, way up, for, and especially from last year and just other award shows in general. Mm -hmm. And um, like you said, told us yesterday, Julia, you know, they, you know, Tom had just been on Kimmel's show 10 days before right. the Oscars, yeah. and they had all this stuff planned. So I'm glad that Dave you know, made for a really interesting couch by talking about the elephant in the room. Right. I love how he said, between you and me. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. That no was one's a listening. shot. Yeah, no yeah, one's yeah. listening. That was a direct going back to what you said, Julia. Hey, ask me about this question. Uh -huh. And so he asked them, and then it was just like, between me and you, even though I deliberately telling this to the whole world. Deliberately. I love it. I and, love it. And, and Letterman basically, he called, I mean, he called Tom Cruise out. Yeah. yeah. And, and we, I think, you know. and I really think that, you know, Jimmy Kimmel kind of looked like he was surprised, but you knew he wasn't. Um, <laughs> but really, you know, said, yeah, he should have been there. Yeah. Without right. saying anything too bad. And, you know, he should have been there. Tom is a baby. You know, he's not afraid to mislead people. <laughs> apparently, well, apparently, yeah. Exactly. Uh, let's celebrate our ten-year wedding anniversary, and I'm sending you divorce papers next week. Ooh. That's right. I mean, he does that kind of uh, stuff. But anyway, good for Dave. And then I think he was promoting the U2 Disney Plus documentary yes. that he's kind of. I Done. guess he's he was he's in Ireland with them forever. I think he's a big part of it. Did he do it he or marry it? He's, it's like he's, it's his special. He's kind of leading this right. documentary. Right. And he said something. It's some, on Disney Plus. Yeah. He said something that I really always kind of like and I agree about. You know, I'm not an expert in any one area, but I'm curious. And I just want to learn a little bit for a little bit of time and then it can go away. But I am genuinely have always been curious about people. And, you know, and you can see that in his interview style and what yes. he does. So, I mean, he has more money than anyone. He doesn't need to do any of this, but he continues to keep his brain sharp. You know, and yeah, that and beard. he's really committed to that Santa Claus beard. That beard. I really, oh, I yeah, was yeah. hoping last night he might have shaved it, because, but it was cold in L.A., so he might have needed it for work. But that commitment is something. 
If I was his wife, I would just say, "Hon, can we just stop?" Well, it must it must not bother her, and he no. must really like it. Yeah, you and know, maybe those, they use it in a fun way. All those years, <laughs> he's going to be in Bad Santa next year, episode seven or something. <laughs> it's all those years that he had to have that clean face. Yeah, he finally what he did. Said. Yeah. You know, it's. I get it. You know, I think doesn't... Uh, well, Jason finally got permission to have a beard, right? Didn't, right. For a it's, long time, he wasn't allowed to have one either. It's it's nutty what happens to those people on TV. Good thing we're just on video to each other and on the radio. <laughs> hey, when we come back, we have Brian um, Barron from Paula's Trace telling us about how we're going to keep our skin hydrated because we're at the point in winter where we need super hydration. We'll be right back. This is Lori and Julia Talk. Hey, everybody, it's Lori and Julia here for the Chanhassen Dinner Theater. So if you've got something uh, fun that you'd like to plan, maybe a girls' night out, a date night, a special occasion, we want to recommend on the maiden stage at the Chanhassen Dinner Theater the hit musical, The Prom. You can have a delicious dinner, some cocktails, have some cake, but you're already there, you're sitting there, and then the show is absolutely fantastic. You know, Lori... It's sweet, it's funny. I was thinking mm. I was I would go see this again. I would too. I had so much fun at it, and everyone is does such an amazing job. I would go to this again. The prom is going to be at the Chanhassen Dinner Theaters through the beginning of June, I believe, and it's just wonderful. They also do great tribute concerts at the Chan. Enjoy a night of you know six Kansas and Journey. Lori Dokens doing Woman on the Moon. For all ticket information, go to ChanhassenDT.com. We have Brian Barron with us from Paula's Choice, and Brian is here today. I gave him a special assignment, and I'm thinking, we need hydration in our skin like crazy right now in Minnesota. How are we going to get it, Brian? Oh, hi. How are you doing? Hi. I'm I'm in the Midwest as well. It's it's still winter here, even though the calendar is going to say spring soon, so... Yeah, I have I have some uh, recommendations. Um, yes. Shall I just get it going? Yes, please. Lori is Brian. Lori is broadcasting from Hawaii. Um, say hi, Lori. <laughs> Brian, hello. So <laughs> hi, I, you know what? I have Jealous. to say the warm the warm air makes all the difference in the world for your skin. Wow. Uh, well, the, the warm air and the humidity. One of the one of the sneaky things that we don't realize is that it's not just the cold temps. Uh, and and that that chilly air, but it's that it's that precipitous drop in humidity that just sucks the moisture out of your skin. Hawaii, mm-hmm. remember that episode of Friends where the cat where Courtney Cox's character had the super big hair when they were in Hawaii? <laughs> yes, that's from humidity. That's what humidity, humidity. can do to curly <laughs> hair. So um, when you get back, though, Lori, here's here's some options for for your face. There is a um, product called um, Skin Fix. That's the brand. <laughs> Barrier plus triple lipid peptide face cream, and that's twenty nine dollars for one point seven ounces. Um, really good blend of barrier replenishing, uh, emollients, non fragrant oils, those soothing plant extracts. Some of which have um, hydrocortisone like anti irritant benefits, but without the drawbacks of hydrocortisone. So. I'm a big fan of that one, and I think it's fairly priced for what you get. Okay, um, you have to repeat it because there were so many names in that title. All I got to Skin Fix and Barrier. <laughs> right, Skin Fix is the brand, yep. and then the product name is Barrier Plus Triple Lipid Peptide Face Cream. Oh, my gosh. 
I know. I don't name these products. I'm telling um, you. The other one that I really like, especially if your skin, if facial skin gets extra dry, is uh, the one from Paula's Choice, our yes. skin recovery moisturizer. It's 33 for two ounces. Uh, really high content of evening primrose oil, plus hyaluronic acid and collagen-supporting peptides. Evening primrose oil um, is a very good source of two fatty acids that are um, that skin needs, one of which is linoleic acid, and the other is called linolenic acid. And both of those play a role in helping your skin make more of its own ceramides. And ceramides are about 50% of skin's moisture barrier. So if your skin's production of ceramides uh, becomes deficient, which can happen with age, with environmental damage, with a drop in humidity, giving those um, types of ingredients that can spur ceramide production back is really important. Oh, my gosh. The, the way they name these, the two the two different um, enzymes or whatever, they sound the exact same. This is you have to really be a scientist to get skin care. <laughs> It's, you know, I mean, there's just there's this skin min, skin minimalism trend out there, which it works for some people. But yeah, it's, it's like skincare can be rocket science. Jeez. Okay, so if you're it's technical, let's, let's it is so technical. So let's just say we're using Paula's Choice Skin Recovery Moisturizer with the Primrose yeah. Oil. What yeah. step does that go on in your daily routine? So you can use it morning and evening. Uh, during the day, it would be your second to last step because you always want to finish with something that has SPF in it. Yep. Um, if your if your tinted moisturizer, if your foundation has sufficient SPF, that can be your sunscreen step for your face. Um, and then at night, that type of a moisturizer would be the last thing you put on. Um, if you use eye cream, which many of us do, you can do the eye cream either before or after that moisturizer. It's really kind of dealer's choice there. Okay. Oh gosh. I mean, you kind of. I wanted just... to call out. I wanted to call out a few products for the body. Yes. As well. Yes, please. Um, th- th- think about your your what what you have in the shower for for a body wash. Uh, it really should be as hydrating as possible. I love the one from CeraVe. It's called Hydrating Body Wash. Very simple name there. Uh, it's about mm-hmm. ten fifty for ten ounces, but it is it's so it's not as cheap as some of the body washes you'll see at the drugstore. However, a little goes a long way, and it is one of the gentlest, most moisturizing body washes you'll find at places like Walgreens and Target and CVS. Uh, it's also fragrance free, which is important because too much fragrance on the skin, particularly when it's already dry and compromised, can make uh, issues like dryness and itching even worse. Um, for mm-hmm. very dry, itchy skin, I love Eucerin's Skin Calming Body Wash. And that's a really interesting formula that is oil-based. Um, so you have to be a little extra careful using it because it may make your shower floor a touch slippery. But it has extra mild um, cleansing agents, and it produces a really nice lather, and it leaves your skin so soft and comfortable afterwards. That one is about $8 for uh, a larger bottle. You know what's so funny? I never even think of hydrating in the shower. You know, very I, important. I don't yes. think of it. And, and and I know during a cold morning, a hot shower can feel amazing, but it really is best to limit your exposure to hot water uh, because that you know, eventually starts leaching moisture from your skin. Oh, for crying out loud. Everything fun is taken away. You know what's funny, Brian? This morning I saw like Scarlett <laughs> Johansson was on the Today Show talking about her skincare line. And then you see 
you know, XYZ talking about her skincare line. And I'm like, how do these people, how can they even compete with like Paula's Choice or some of these products that are just, the scientists are there, the people are there, that's all they do versus being a celebrity? Oh, yeah. I mean, so many celebrity lines have, have come and gone over the years. It's, it's not, not all of them can be Fenty Beauty, which is the makeup line from um, singer mm-hmm. Rihanna. Um, but yeah, it's, I, I think more often than not, they're, they're approached by backers because of their, their name and right. their, and their okay. recognition. Yeah. Um, and that doesn't mean that they don't stand behind the products or anything like that. But um, I mean, I would take acting advice from a celebrity, but I wouldn't look at somebody just because they're beautiful and think, you know, she knows what she's doing or he knows what mm-hmm. he's doing when it comes to taking care of his skin. Agreed. Agreed. Okay. So what about body lotion? So body lotion, um, there are a couple to recommend. Um, one is Vaseline Advanced Repair Fragrance Free Hand and Body Lotion. Um, they do make this in a larger size, um, but at two bucks for a two ounce size, I love it as a hand cream because it just, it isn't a super fancy formula, but it relies on those tried and true emollient ingredients like glycerin and petrolatum and dimethicone that have a long-standing history being able to smooth and help prevent moisture or water loss from skin. And I did want to get in a quick mention, uh, because I know this is a big complaint of a lot of people during cold months, do you get those dry, cracked heels? Yes. There is a product from the Carousel brand, K-E-R-A-S-A-L. It's called Intensive Foot Repair Healing Ointment. It's about $9 for a one-ounce tube. Um, it's amazing. It, you get um, 5% salicylic acid to get through that rough, crusty skin, plus 10% of an ingredient <laughs> called urea, which works to bind moisture as well as to soften uh, that buildup that can just get so thick and unsightly. And most people, unless you've got a lot of buildup, most people will see pretty dramatic results from a couple nights of use. You just put it on your heels, wear a pair of cotton socks to bed, uh, unless you don't mind getting your sheet stained, um, and and then check. You know, you'll, you'll see a nice difference in the next morning. So that's that's one of my favorites year round because I know a lot of people struggle with the cracked heels during the summer months as well because we're going barefoot so much. Right. Okay. So Lori has this theory, Brian. That if you're just trying to, we're talking to Brian Barron. Um, he is just wonderful to be on our show. He's with Paula's Choice Skincare and Makeup Products. And, and Paula, you know, is just, she's started Don't Go to the Cosmetic Counter Without Me. But Lori learned this year because Lori always gets cracked fingertips in the winter. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. Lori, what was, what did someone tell okay. you? So a, a girl told me, she said, do you handle a lot of paper? And Julia and I do. We are kind of old school and we handle a lot of paper. And she said, there's paper dust. So you have to wash your hand of the paper dust, dry them really good, and then put on lotion because the paper dust is kind of what's cracking your around your um, fingernail bed or, you know, around the tops of your fingernails. She said it was paper. Yeah. I I haven't heard that before, but a, there, there's there's logic to it. I think I would definitely say it could be a contributing factor. Okay, yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, because well, the the other thing that's happening when you're when you're handling so much paper is that the natural oils uh, on your fingertips are are getting wiped off. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. And, you know, if you're if you're somebody that's washing your hands a lot and using a lot of hand sanitizer, which is a habit a lot of people develop due to the pandemic, yes. you really need to be sure that throughout the day you're replenishing those lipids or fats that are getting washed away or dried up because of all the alcohol and sanitizers. So, yeah, oh. I'm, I keep mm-hmm. a tube of um, a Vino Skin Relief Moisturizer at my desk. Um, I like it for hands because it sinks in really quickly. And so I can get back to using my hands. Um, and that that's available uh, in various sizes at most drugstores. It's that. just, it's gentle. It's fragrance free. Okay. We just have a couple minutes left. Brian, a lady called in a woman, a listener. She wanted to know, is there a lotion for crepey skin, like on your legs or on your arms that really works? The the best one that I've seen, and I I know this I, I'm not this is another Paula's Choice product. Tell but it's us. that phytoestrogen um, body treatment that we developed. Phytoestrogen body treatment. Body treatment. Mm-hmm. Okay, and for, you're going to for... need to use it at least between like four to eight weeks before you really start seeing uh, results. You might you might you might see it sooner. When we were developing this product. Um, Paula gave one to a friend of hers who was around the same age, 68, had the exact same concern. And she called her a couple of weeks later and says, what do I have to do to get a bucket of this stuff? I, nothing has made a difference like this has. So we kind of knew we were on to something then. And then we did a wider panel test and it, it tested very well. So um, that creepiness is basically caused by the, the estrogen decline that occurs during menopause. Damn that metabolic. So it's called so it's photo it's P H Y T O estrogen elasticity renewal body treatment and it's on sale right now. Oh it is? Yeah. Oh great. I'm on <laughs> there's every you know, Paula's Trace is having a great sale. We're out of time, of course. But a lot of things are on sale. Go to paulistrace.com. Brian, thank you for being with us and all your great research and helping all of us stay young, beautiful, and moist. <laughs> My pleasure. Until next time. All right. We'll talk to you soon. All right. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. All right. Lori and Julie here for the MSP Airport, and here's a pro tip for you. Uh, if you want to um, save yourself a big hassle, you're going to want to pre-book your parking because it is busy, busy, busy. You can book your uh, – you're leaving your car at the airport. You can book it 12 hours before you arrive, it guarantees you a space at your ramp of choice so you don't got to stress on departure day. Plus, you save $2 a day over drive-up rates, and you have a QR code to get in and also out fast when you get home. And if you have a lot of stuff you're bringing and you want to park at the uh, very uh, least expensive, the quick ride ramp, which is right off of Highway 5 on the post road exit, you can, the shuttle will drop you off at either terminal for that place. And that's a 24-7. So that's really great for families. or People love that, Lori. And for all mm-hmm. of your information, go to mspairport.com. I'm just putting together the list of everything that oh, Brian talked to us and trying to find it online and spell it for everybody. Because we will put this. He gives such good information to us. I just yeah. feel so informed and you know, when he's talking about all the ingredients and the lily and the lilulus and mm-hmm. the bitbitrus, I mean, really, it is such a science. And we are just being bombarded daily with all these other people giving you, buy this, buy this, buy this for your skin, yeah. and here's the promise. But really, I trust and believe him. 
So it's well, it's, I mean, it's it, great. Doctor Doctor Crutchfield would always say to me, you know, he said, anytime anyone's having any sensitivity, I steer them to CeraVe and Eucerin. Yes, drugstore products. You know, yes, depending on what's going on, because they are incredible valued products and the ingredients. Because unfortunately. In the U.S., you can you can market anything you want on a beauty product. You can call it triple acting, regimen, this, that, or the other thing. You can't necessarily name drop ingredients that aren't there, but it's a free for all. It is what they promise. Yeah. All right. So I'm I'm working on this. So talk amongst yourself. <laughs> okay. So I um I don't know. Maybe I I never knew this. So okay. I know. I think people may or may not know that Ian Fleming is the guy who wrote the James Bond books. Right. But do we really know a lot about Ian Fleming? And I'm thinking probably not. James Bond is the name that we know. Barbara Broccoli, you know, they yeah. bought um, from the Ian Fleming family. So I just thought um, I would share with you because there is a really mind-blowing uh, thing that I learned about Ian Fleming. So. He was, you know, he's a London guy. He was born in 1908, and his first job was with Reuters News Agency. And then he was a stockbroker for a little bit of time, and then the you know, Second World War broke out, and he was appointed to the Director of Naval Intelligence, okay? Okay. Where he played a key part in British and Allied espionage operations oh and after the war he joined um he became the foreign manager of the sunday times and he ran a network of correspondents who were intimately involved in the cold war his first novel casino royale was published in 1953 and that's when we met 007 the very first printing grant was sold out in a month oh wow i bet and fought Following that, he published a Bond book every year until he died, which was in 1964. So really, you know, not that long, 11 years. Mm -hmm. And his own travels, his own wartime experiences, and his interests gave authority to everything that he wrote. And Raymond Chandler hailed him as the driving writer of uh, thrillers in England, well, really across the world. And his fifth book was called From Russia with Love. Okay. And, and of course, that was made into a movie. Mm -hmm. And that was very well received and sales soared when President Kennedy named it one of his favorite books that year. And the Bond novels have sold more than 60 million copies. Huge film franchise, which the very first Bond movie was 1962, yeah. Dr. No, Dr. No, Sean Connery. The one and only. And all of the Bond books were written in Jamaica, a country that Ian uh, Fleming fell in love with during the war and where he built a house he called Goldeneye. Oh, oh you're kidding. That's cool. No. You're kidding. And he married uh, a woman by the name of Anne Rothamore in 1952 his story about a magical car written in 1961 for their only child, Casper, went on to become the well-loved novel and film Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Bang. Wow. Are you, wait a minute. <laughs> Say that one again, Lori. Okay. Ian Fleming, mm -hmm. he married in 1952. He dies 12 years later, but mm -hmm. he had a story. They had one child together, Casper, and he had a story about a magical car 
He wrote it in 1961 wow. for their kid, and it be he titled it Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, I, which. Oh. The connection you never oh, thought yeah. existed. James Bond and Chitty Chitty Bang yes. Bang, all oh, through one you. author. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, Chitty we love, love you. you. Huh? Oh. No. Yeah. Anywhere you go. Wow. I mean, that. Oh, I love that. I know. That just blew me away that um, Ian Fleming, you know, this master spy novelist and everything, uh-huh. and, you know, this enduring legacy of, um, you know, a. a the most well-known spy everybody knows who 007 is and then he right he's the author of one children's book chitty chitty bang bang which <laughs> becomes a best-selling book and a very well-loved uh, movie when it came out it was very exciting i vividly remember oh. Oh. like going to the oh. theater to see that beyond oh. but that it had a scary child capture that yes. um, reminded me of one of the ladies that we saw on the red carpet, Lori. We compared them side by side. But I remember my dad's car. He had like a an old Plymouth, and it was a four-door car, and it was the mm-hmm. push-button radios. So we would go over the Hamlin at the time. It was on Hamlin. It was a little bridge that would cross over Short Line or yeah. 8 Mill Road, and we'd be driving up it, and I'm like, Dad, can I push the buttons? And we'd pretend like the wings were going. You know, we'd push the yeah, buttons yeah. in on the radio, like, we're going to fly now. I mean, that was, that was, was, was that, that Dick, Dick Van, Van Dyke? Dyke? It was yes, Dick it was. Van Dyke. Right here they are. It was, that was scary, though. There were parts in it that were scary. That was a, yeah. oh, I love knowing that. Lauren, I, I that know, it just, find. I'm sure that, you know, librarians and, yeah. you know, Ian Fleming, you know, big fan. Enthusiasts, yeah. have known that, but I never knew that. No, you would have never. I, like, that's what I, that, I'm going to title it, The Connection We Never Knew. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang yeah, 007, right. yeah. you know? Like, seriously, that, that's, a, that's a banger. I like it. No pun intended. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and, Julia, oh. you know how I know that? What? Because I finished the amazing book that you booked for us by Kim Sherwood oh. called Double or Nothing. Okay, Lori, I haven't even started. I have two more books to read before that one. You're cheating <laughs> on me. I'm so mad right now because I picked it up and I want... Oh. <laughs> but it's I mean, coming I've read it. later it, this month. Is it so great? Yeah. Oh, I can't she's, wait. She's writing, um, where is James Bond? She's kind of picking up. It's the first in a trilogy of... Double O novels where they're actively looking for James Bond. Oh, fun. That's oh, this cool. looks going to be fun. All right, what an hour. I'm still working on the list. We're going to have it ready okay. and we'll post it. Yeah. Um, I've got work to do, but we'll be back. Lori and Julia, my talk.